You're listening to Sky Aspects with Cleopatra Jade, a podcast about astrological topics, also full and new moons. Enjoy, guys. We have a busy week full of planetary transits. There's a bunch going on over this next seven days. Mercury will be making the most of the alignments at the beginning of the week, causing us to focus on communication, our thought processes, and our perception of things. Mercury's also going into Pisces this week, which should help us understand things more abstractly. And the second half of the week is chock full of Venus and Sun alignments, causing us to focus on our love life and finances, while also working on our sense of self and confidence. And by the way, this is probably noticeable, but my voice is a little bit frayed. I had a bad cold a week ago, and my voice went out for a couple of days, so I'm gaining it back. So my new moon in Pisces video, my voice sounds a little bit weird and crackly, and this video is not going to be any different. Hopefully this will be gone by the time I record marches, weeklies. But hey, I'm just happy that I'm able to record this, and I'm actually feeling better. My voice is just scratchy. But anyway, this week is busy as hell, and the vibes on the ground absolutely reflect that. The highest energy that we have is good luck energy, and that's occurring from the 27th all the way up until the 3rd, with this energy hitting its peak on the 1st. It's also mixed in with social vibes, family and friends vibes, romantic vibes, which is vibes. And there will be a steady stream of those energies as well. So we will have a week that's very active. We will have a week filled with possibilities, filled with good opportunities, filled with social vibes, filled with romance and flirty situations, and the opportunity to connect with our loved ones. Plus, we'll feel motivated to take action on whatever our goals we on whatever goals we want to pursue. There are a few discrepancies within the energies from the first all the way up until about the third. There is a little bit of solitude intersecting some of this, and there is some emotional. Sensitivity. We do have a mixed bag week with the transits going on, so things can be a little bit jumbled, and sometimes these things happen. Sometimes we have a ton of jolly alignments mixed in with some complicated alignments, and so it causes these discrepancies. So even though you might be feeling more social with all the mercurial stuff going on throughout this week and everything else, you may have moments where you're needing space. You may have moments where you're feeling sensitive. You may have moments where you're picking up on other people's energies, or you may have moments where you're just in your head and you're needing to sort your own stuff out. And from the third to the fifth, we have a smidge of romantic energy occurring. And this has a lot to do with the Venus stuff that we have going on at the end of the week, which will cause us to fixate on our romantic life more than usual. So yeah, this is a fascinating week for sure. Let's look at the next bunch of days and see what we can expect. From the 27th to March 3rd, we have a gaggle of Mercury transits. As a reminder, don't forget to like and subscribe because it helps this channel grow. And if you'd like to support the work of this channel, you could do so by buying me a fresh cup of coffee. There's a link in the description box below. On Monday, Mercury's making a semi-sextile to Neptune. So even though we have all of those jolly vibes on the graph, an alignment like this could create confusing moments. So this could be a day where we're having to be careful of our words or ask others to clarify what they're saying because words have a tendency to get misconstrued under this alignment. So it's a day where our communication could be off and just misunderstandings happen due to just a lack of details or just someone just being vague or because this is Mercury and Neptune in extreme situations, you can see that someone is actually being deceptive and trying to get over on you. So it can inflate situations and scenarios just like that. 
with an alignment like this, our cognitive abilities might be slightly impaired. So we want to go slow when it comes down to important things, especially if you're doing something important for work or you're signing any documents or anything that requires you to look at the details. Give yourself time before you rush into it and don't skim anything. Otherwise, you might miss something important and then there can end up being mishaps or something that just doesn't go right because of it. And because of the fogginess of this alignment, we might not feel certain about our own capabilities. So give yourself time and give yourself the grace that you need because sometimes we just have these days where we feel hazy and we're just not able to perform, but that doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with us. And to top that off, by the time we get to Wednesday, Mercury is making a semi-square with Chiron, which could create a case of over-critiquing. And by over-critiquing, this could be others over-critiquing us because they're finding fault in something, or this could be us over-critiquing ourselves. Alignments with Mercury and Chiron, they tend to cause us to get in our heads about tasks that we feel we're doing wrong. So we become our own worst critic as a result of it. And in other cases, we might have to correct ourselves because we are over critiquing other people or we're dealing with other people who think it's okay to nitpick at what we're doing, nitpick at our work, nitpick at the way we communicate or things to do with our personality, mannerisms and anything else that they can pick at. To top that off, some of that could be inflated because Mercury is also in a semi-square with Jupiter on that same day. The interesting thing about all of this is Chiron and Jupiter are coming up to their own conjunction with one another. That'll happen the following week. So this is why Mercury is semi-squaring both of them. Chiron and Jupiter still haven't quite connected just yet, but we're starting to feel these energies come together. And as a result of this, with this Mercury combination, this could inflate situations in terms of communication that's going wrong. We could be dealing with people who are very arrogant. So there could be a lot of scenarios on that day where we're dealing with very boastful people and those who overtalk other people and like to throw their weight around. Also, we could be dealing with people who over-exaggerate things. So there, this may be a day where you're having to question what someone's saying to you because what they're saying is sounding like a tall tale and not something based in truth. And this is also another one of those alignments where we want to make sure we are focused on whatever task that we have at hand because it can impair our judgment in some ways. We could be foggy on the details. So if there's anything important that you have to do work-wise, document-wise, or anything else, or just even signing up for a subscription or whatever, you just want to make sure you're paying attention to the details so you're not getting locked into something you don't want or you're not just, again, making mistakes like we had with the Mercury-Neptune alignment that we had. Continuing with some of the challenging communication, Mercury is going to be in a semi-sextile with Pluto. So even though on the graph we had all that social energy going on, remember how I was saying that there was a little bit of solitude energy and also some emotional sensitivity. And this is due to some of the alignments. Yes, communication and socializing will be rampant through this week, but there are some stingy transits that are occurring that could cause moments of frustration when we're communicating with others. So this day is going to feel weird because we also have a bunch of other alignments that contradict us a little bit. But if you are experiencing the Mercury-Pluto situation, you could be dealing with a communication tug of war with others. This alignment tends to inflate situations where people are trying to overtalk you, people are trying to dominate the conversation, people are trying to throw their weight around. Not like the Jupiter situation, but more in an edgy way. With the Jupiter situation that we had the other day, that's more like the type of person who just doesn't know how to shut up and likes the sound of their own voice versus this one where you deal with people who are pushy and deliberate with the way that they talk. They're very dominant in communication. They don't want anyone else to get a word in edgewise because they're trying to win and to prove that they matter and other people don't. So it's a bit nasty. And the Jupiter one, it's kind of like it's annoying, but it's not like this one where it's nasty and it's intentional. Hopefully the alignment that we have with Mercury may 
making a conjunction with Saturn helps us move through the day more easily. And you would never think that I would say that with Mercury and Saturn, but in this conjunction, we tend to get our shit together. We tend to think more logically. We tend to think more maturely. Our mindset goes on getting our shit together and not focusing on the drama. And we look at things from a more analytical lens rather than allowing our emotions to get in the way. So this may aid us in cleaning up some of the mess that was going on this week with some of the other alignments in terms of communication. This may be a saving grace for us. This is partially what I was saying with some of the solitude energy. Some of it might be you need to take a step back from everybody else so you can focus on your own shit because you're working on getting your own life together. You're working on your own master plan. And when you have a Mercury-Saturn conjunction, we focus on that. We focus on our long-term goals. We focus on the things we want to master. We focus on how we can improve our life, how we can level up. And so your mind might be on that rather than getting in the shit with other people. And because we had all those social vibes, not all of it's chaotic, but it could be that, you know what, I want to have fun with you guys, but I need to improve things for myself. So right now I'm going to take a step back and focus on my stuff. But overall, if you've veered off course in some way with your life, this is going to help you concentrate and gain momentum. So that way you can create a master plan for your life. Just a few hours later on that same day, Mercury enters Pisces. As we leave the cerebral left brain nature of Mercury in Aquarius, we shift to a more abstract approach when it comes to our thinking and communicating. So this is quite a shift from Mercury signs. We just went through Mercury and Capricorn that lasts for two and a half months, which is a very logical Mercury. Also going through Mercury and Aquarius, we have another logical Mercury. And this one here, it looks at things from an abstract angle and there's nothing wrong with that. It's a different type of perception, but it's a very right brain perception. So we've gotten used to this left brain approach things and now we're going into a more creative lens in terms of our communication and thought processes. And one thing to note about this Mercury, this Mercury happens to be in detriment. In essential dignities in astrology, we have certain pairings and combinations where some function the best and others may run into some snags. So when you have Mercury combined with a more psychic sign like Pisces, things can run into snags. Also, Mercury governs Virgo, the opposite sign of Pisces, plus Mercury is exalted in Virgo. So when you have this opposite energy of Pisces combined with Mercury, it can run into some issues. Virgo is analytical. It is about the facts. It is about narrowing down our options. It's about having strong boundaries. And it connects us with our perfectionistic side. Pisces is about intuition, faith, art, spirituality, having no limits, having no boundaries, looking at things from a broad but also abstract perspective. So when you combine that with Mercury, again, we can run into some snags. It's not to say that we won't have a good time. And it's also not to say because you have Mercury and Pisces that there's something wrong. Mercury and Pisces natives happen to be some of the most talented individuals because they see the world from so many different angles. And let's face it, not everything can be black and white all the time. So it's really good to explore different perspectives, levels of consciousness, and intellect. Mercury in Pisces offers us a fresh viewpoint on how to solve our problems. So instead of doing things the regular schmegler way, we use our creative gifts and imagination to solve complex problems. So if you've been stuck for a while, or you've boxed yourself in somehow, or you've been suffering from analysis paralysis when it comes down to some complexities in your life, this may give you the opportunity to use your imagination to get out of that problem. Also under this influence, we may feel more inclined to use our intuition and our gut instincts rather than just relying on logic all the time to resolve certain situations in our lives. So the 
this could be a time where instead of solely relying on logic, you're allowing your intuition to guide you. This could be a period of having intuitive downloads or psychic epiphanies about how to go about things. And speaking of that psychic ability, we gain the propensity to absorb energy and to understand the energy of other people. So we might be kind of a sponge when it comes down to other people's feelings. So we might be more receptive to other people and able to sense what they need, which allows for us to be more sensitive to their situation and helps us think more compassionately. We also get extra sensory to the vibes around us as well. So this could be a time where you're literally able to read the room and pick up what might be going on vibe-wise. Going back to that word compassion, this is also one of those energies where people communicate more compassionately. People communicate with more awareness of others. So it tends to inflate a sense of thoughtfulness when it comes down to other people. So this could be a period where you're noticing more kindness from others. In this energy, we get mental stimulation from spirituality or anything to do with things that are mystical. So this could be a period where you're going back to spiritual practices if you haven't had the time to focus on it or pour your energy into it. This will be a period where you're able to focus on that sort of stuff more, whether that be tarot, numerology, astrology, meditation, some of the healing arts like Reiki or tapping, or you're at a period where you're wanting to get into some sort of spiritual modality. So you're starting to explore new age things that align with your vibration. Another way we get stimulated under this Mercury is through music. Music, creativity, art, theater, film, photography, singing and acting, and anything that allows for us to project an image, anything that allows for us to use our creative talents. We could also have some periods where we feel more inspired under this energy. If you've been suffering from artistic block of any kind, this could be a period where you're feeling more inspired. You're feeling as though you're pushing through a lot of that and you're able to create something beautiful. Of course, there's a lower vibration to this as there is anytime a planet changes signs. And with this energy, because it isn't the most logical, there could be situations where we kind of allow our imagination to run wild. The imaginative side of Pisces is wonderful. At the same time, there is a slippery slope between our imagination and then not being able to decipher what's real from the land of make-believe. Because of the trusting nature of this energy, we also have to be mindful to use our discretion when it comes down to certain things, certain people, certain opportunities. If something seems fishy, take it for what it is and step away from it because it might be scam related. Under all of this Piscean energy, and we're about to hit some huge Pisces energy, I mean, with the sun being here, with Mercury being here, and Saturn will soon be here next week, we're really going to have to tread carefully when it comes down to things that just seem too good to be true. So if something seems iffy, just assume that it is. Also because of the nature of this, we have to be aware of self-deception. We also have to be aware of situations where people are stretching the truth, people are fibbing. Sometimes the fibbing that goes on in this energy is harmless. It's people just speaking in a way where they don't want to necessarily tell you the truth because they don't want to hurt your feelings. Because again, this is a very compassionate sign and a lot of the times it's not out to hurt anyone or be really bitey. But at the same time, some of this could be taken the wrong way resulting in arguments and things like that. But other than that, Mercury and Pisces adds an inspiring vibe to the air. So let's soak it up for all its positive attributes. The second is quite the busy day with some of the other alignments that are going to be occurring. So after we're coming off that Mercury and Pisces and all the stuff with Saturn and all the stuff with Pluto, we have some transits going on to Jupiter. The sun's going to make a semi-sextile to Jupiter and Venus is going to make a conjunction with Jupiter. As I was saying earlier, Jupiter is about to line up with Chiron. Venus is also included in that. The next day, Venus will be conjuncting Chiron. So we've got 
all of this energy shifting from the mercurial stuff to the Venusian stuff. This is part of the reason why we were seeing some of that good luck energy. And even with some of the other stuff that's going to occur with Venus and Chiron with this Jupiter conjunction, there's still some sweet spots with this energy because Venus is the fastest traveling planet between Jupiter and Chiron. It's going to create a situation where Chiron will be benefically enclosed by these two planets. Venus and Jupiter happen to be the benefics, which mean they bring in an extra dose of luck. And so with a harsher planet like Chiron being enclosed by that, it could mitigate some of Chiron's harder energies. These energies combined can help us heal situations with our love life, career, the way we go after opportunities. So if we had a pessimistic approach to some of our situations, this could be a time where we're finally lightening up. This could be a time where we're looking at things from a lens of maybe things can work out finally. So this is going to get us back on track in terms of healing and building up our confidence. And with that Sun-Jupiter alignment, confidence won't be a problem. Although we've got, again, some mixed bag alignments on the second leading into the third, this is still going to help us push through some obstacles so we can level up in our lives. The Sun and Jupiter can be a dicey alignment because it does inflate confidence. At the same time, that's so necessary and needed with some of the other alignments. So yes, we might run into some situations where we're dealing with arrogant people. However, this is going to help give us a considerable boost and motivate us to get things going in our lives. And all this Visnusian and Jupiterian energy is also going to motivate us to be more social. Again, there's some discrepancies with some of the other alignments because we got that solitude and we've got some emotional sensitivity. But all of these jovial energies kind of mitigate that because they're much stronger than some of the other alignments that we had previous. On the third, Saturn's going to make a semi-sextile of Pluto. This alignment is three years in the making. This alignment is finally occurring due to Saturn making its moves through the solar system. Saturn and Pluto made its conjunction in 2020, and how can we all forget that? Conjunction in 2020 started a new cycle between Saturn and Pluto. And now we're getting the first alignment since then. It is a more internalized alignment, and it'll help us look at how we've built things over the last three years. We will look at situations on how we've concentrated on pursuing our goals, how we've become more disciplined, how we've created a game plan for ourselves in our life. It'll help us look at where we've made changes to unstable foundations in our lives in favor of something more concrete and solid. Also, it'll help us look at what steps we're willing to take in order to become masterful in our life. So an alignment like this helps us fixate on our objectives so that way we can build something rock solid in our lives. Saturday and Sunday might feel mixed baggy with some of the trances that we're having. We've got two sun alignments and two Venus alignments. The sun's going to make a semi-sextile to Chiron, which could cause us to feel a little bit unsure about ourselves on that day. It could be a day where our sense of self is a bit shaky. So we could be questioning things within our own personalities and how we're coming off to others. It's also a day where we could be working on issues to deal with validation. Sometimes these sun alignments and harder alignments to other planets, we look at where we need more attention from others and we look at where we need validation. And this could be a day where you're working on gaining reassurance from yourself rather than seeking it from other people. And it's going to be necessary because that same day, Venus is in a semi-square with Saturn. And also Venus will be in a semi-sextile with Uranus the next day. This is going to bring out some situations in relationships or anything to do with finances where there's instability, where there's no security, where you're feeling restless in a relationship that's no longer working for you, whether it be with the Saturn situation, the relationship is unfulfilling because it's only based on superficial things and 
There's no passion in the relationship. There's no real emotion. It just feels as though there's a lot of emptiness within the relationship. So this could be a situation where you're getting that nudge to move forward. Not on that day, of course, because that's impossible. As I always say, just because these transits happen on that day doesn't mean that you're going to end something or get out of something. But it is giving you that nudge that you need in order to work on that situation. This could also translate into job situations. If you're feeling like you're in a situation where you're not appreciated and you're not valued within that career, this could help you start the process in terms of getting your resume out there and looking for a job where you will be valued. In the situation with Venus connecting to Uranus, this one can make you feel on pins and needles. This one could cause you to bust out and break free. This enunciates the need to bust out of bad situations. This enunciates the need to bust out of ruts. So if you're in a restrictive situation relationship-wise or job-wise, you may have the urge to get out of that situation immediately, like now, now, now. And as I always say with these situations with Venus and Uranus, it's good to wait for the right moment, even if you are, your skin is crawling and you're jumping out of your skin, you want to make sure that you're leaving things cleanly. You want to leave your side of the street clean and you, you want to make sure you have a proper backup plan and exit strategy before getting out of anything. And I know that's easier said than done, especially when you're jittery and you're needing to get out of a situation. And sometimes the best thing to do is get out of that situation. But I always want to give the advice that you're leaving in the most stable way possible. And of course, that's easier said than done. Sometimes that can be hard. And with the alignment that we have going on that day with the sun semi-square Pluto, it can be very difficult because this enunciates situations with people with dominant personalities. So with all those harsher alignments, we could be dealing with someone's ego. We could be dealing with someone who has a fragile ego. We could be dealing with someone who has is having a personality crisis. And if you're in one of the two situations with the Saturn-Venus connection and the Venus-Uranus connection, then this could be a situation where you're dealing with power struggles with someone. So it can be a very up and down thing. It could be a very combative thing. It could be a very tug of war thing going on through this weekend. So do the best you can when these energies hit because they are pretty intense and complex. Anyway, I hope you all have the best week ever. Later and see you in the next episode.